Hello and welcome to Stand and Deliver, a JoJo podcast. This week we discuss episodes 10 through 12 of season 3. Like, so, if there were ever the opportunity to just have, like, my brain and my spinal cord ripped out of my body and put into, like, a robot shell, I would, like, jump at that in an instant. Well, yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Well, okay, so, but you want your actual flesh, brain, and spinal cord? Yeah. Well, my actual, my brain in there. So I know I'm still me. Okay, but I mean, then that brain will deteriorate. Mm. Like what you would All actually right, so yeah, want maybe... is just for your consciousness to be uploaded into a robot body. Yeah, I suppose that would be better. Also, yeah, that but, way it's like... backed up on the cloud, so I don't know if a uh, hover <laughs> junker sure. runs you over or something. You would just be able to download yourself into a new body. I think this is uh, the premise of... That Netflix show, the the guy. Except those are like yeah. big flesh bodies, I think. I've been meaning to get around to watching that because I heard it's actually pretty good. But yeah, all this health stuff has made me kind of realize like I would like a body where like I don't have to worry about organ shutting down and stuff, and like I would still have to worry about robot parts breaking and wearing out. But like I'd be a robot; I wouldn't be able to feel any pain. You know, I wouldn't need to eat, I wouldn't need to sleep, think of all the stuff I could accomplish. I want a body with a short spleen and a long colon. I already got that, I'm living the dream. My colon's huge. Wow, way to brag about it. I got a great big ass, and your head's all the way up it. Well, no, specifically, Pacino says great ass, but you can see him start to say big. Oh, right. He's got a great ass. You got your head all the way up it. It's she got a great ass. And you got your head all the way up it. You're going to need to cut that in, but while you're at it, cut in the clip of booty time. Please and thank you. Okay. Booty time. Booty time, across the USA. Booty time, booty time, hey, hey, hey. Booty time, booty time, across the USA. It's booty time, booty time, yeah, yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. I'm Larry Davis. With me is George Brundle, the ass man. George 2.0. I'm a robot. No, well, not yet. I'm, look... 
I will be. I don't mark think my, so. Mark my words. I don't think we'll get to that technology. Save this part of the podcast. By the time we're done with part five, I'm going to put my brain. It's going to be out of my body. I'm going to put it in like a battle bot. It's going to be a metal box with like a couple of wheels on it and like a buzz saw and like a fishbowl with my brain on the top. You're you're going to just be like a Hellboy character? <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. I can get into that. You ever uh, think, like, Mike Mignola just really loves drawing apes? Like, oh, he yeah. must, right? Like, he's just like, I'm going to look for any opportunity I can to draw some apes. Sure, you say that like I would question that, but that's... You open up any Hellboy. It's nothing just wall-to-wall apes. apes. Yeah, front-to-back cover, nothing but apes. All... Little-known fact about Hellboy, if you don't see an ape very overtly in a panel... Look very closely. Background details. It's like all the hidden Mickeys at Disneyland. There's an ape there. Well, for about ten issues, uh, uh, a few years ago, they changed the title to Oops All Apes. And the idea was there was an accident at the Hellboy factory and they just replaced every character with apes. Kate Corrigan, now an ape. Johan, oh, the spirit of an ape inside an ape suit. Captain Daimyo. Turns out he was turning into an ape the whole time. Anyway, uh, yeah. JoJo's Bizarre I... Adventures in anime, uh, which ha- actually does feature some apes. Yes. Uh, before we go too far ahead in this uh, ape-centric direction for this episode of the podcast, I do want to mention, uh, you know, just as a matter of record, if something goes wrong and I die in the process of putting my brain into a battle bot, um, please bury me next to an Italian restaurant. Okay. Why? Well, just because I needed a segue to go into... Okiasa is hungry! They're in a graveyard. They're visiting his dead brother's grave. Oksana Bayul is hungry. (laughs) That's right. Uh, So they decided to check out this Italian restaurant that's located in a graveyard. Well, before this, we get a very nice pre-credit sequence of spooky stuff happening. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just, you know, fish guts coming out and it appears very sinister. Yeah, somebody's cooking up some trouble. Sure. As it turns out, no, they're not. It's everything's on the up and up. What, spoilers? (laughs) Uh, so, Tonio Trendy, which is a fantastic name, is uh, a very uh, very kind Italian man who runs this Italian restaurant that's located in the middle of a graveyard. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm going to cook you up some uh, food, but we don't have any menus here. Yes, it says on the sign outside, uh, depends on the customer. Yeah, and Okuyasu does not like this. No. I mean, he's I probably really wouldn't ups- either. Like, would you? Ah, uh, you know, like, I'd be into it. Would you be like, I'm going to go into this fancy restaurant and pay $35 and I have no idea what I'm going to get? Like, that's a yeah. that's a food loot box. Yeah, no, I would do it just for the novelty of it. Like, I would try that once. Ah, uh, alright. It, it could You're be fun. A sucker. 
Look, it worked out really well for Okiasu in the long run, so... It did, but guess what? Tonio is not a real person. This kind of thing does not exist in real life. You're a sucker. A fool and his money are soon parted. Says the man ordering crates of Soylent off the internet. What? I haven't done that in a long time. Okay, good. You learned your lesson. No, it was actually alright. It was just... I don't know. Uh... It stopped. Look, the yeah. only thing getting me to not have to eat anymore is if I become a robot. Yeah. I Otherwise, I enjoy the taste of food. I just don't like the process of having to prep food and like yep. get it all together. That sucks. Yeah, I never said I didn't like the taste of food. Yeah. I don't know. You're, you're the one drinking Zoyland, not me. I, <laughs> I got like <laughs> great one, goop. I got exactly one package of it. And you're like, whoa, look at this Mr. Future Man over here. You're a huge fan of it. You told no. me all about the process of ordering Soylent, of waiting for the Soylent. How you would never eat again. That's not true. From the bondage of food, you told me. Your exact words. Yeah. I, I think you might be mistaking jokes with actual, like, what I actually felt, but sure. I would never do that. You have done it several times. Probably numbering into the hundreds. <laughs> eh, well. They go into Tonio Trendy's restaurant, plop their butts down on these very nice chairs. Uh, the restaurant is not very big. It has about, what, two or three tables in it? Yeah, something like that. It, like, it's a nice-looking place, though, too. He's got, like, super fancy, uh... Like, the decorations are really nice, but he's also got, like, this really fancy water that they drink. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. but that's getting a little ahead of ourselves. Um, because first, mm -hmm. this dude needs to diagnose Okuyasu. Yeah. Tonio's a real Dr. House. <laughs> yeah, just takes one look at him, and he's like, Oh, yeah, diarrhea the night before, you got four hours of sleep. I got athlete's foot, you got stiffness in your left shoulder. I find Okuyasu very relatable in this scene. Mm -hmm. All of this just sounds like me on a day-to-day -day basis. Well, the weird thing is Tonio diagnoses him by reading his palm like he's a fortune teller. Yeah. Which, like, I guess it's his... Well, no, it... I was going to say, I would guess that it's his stand doing this, but then they would have seen his stand. Yeah. I so think this is that's just, just something yeah, he knows how to do. Sort of like uh, Darby, knowing, like, having touch memory or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, touch it, to, I'd forget exactly. Yeah, the actual powers of his food are from the stand, but him knowing, like, what he needs to fix is all Tonio. Yeah, which is awesome. Like, that Tonio is just that empathetic. Like, that, uh, empathic, that he could just intuit all that shit that's wrong with Okiyasu. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so Josuke, uh, he orders a cappuccino and, like, nothing else, because he's really not into this, and also, he just, like, leans over and is like, hey, you know, if the food's bad, we don't have to pay. <laughs> yeah, if it tastes just... even a little bit bad, we don't have to pay. Just putting Okiyasu up to lying about the quality of the food so they don't have to pay anything. It's fucked up, man. Yeah, yeah. I was not expecting Josuke to be that guy. Well, I think he's really just suspicious of this whole thing. 
Mm, I don't think he's got that much to be suspicious about at this point, though. Like, like it doesn't he's... take much long for him to actually get there, but... Well, for one thing, he didn't actually want to go to begin with. Okuyasu did. Second, yeah. um, I believe he started... Like, he has a bit of a suspicious look as soon as they see the thing outside that says it depends on the customer. Hmm. I, don't I know. still don't suspicious. It, it is strangely out of character for Josuke to say that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Josuke in this whole episode is basically the foil. Yeah. Which also is not, like, a little bit out of his character. He doesn't seem like the overly cautious type normally. So. I mean, Araki doing something that's out of a character's normal, I guess, character is not anything that's unusual. What's What's the rule? We had it framed, we put it up on the wall. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a picture of Speedwagon. <laughs> But, Candles burning underneath it in memorandum. Yeah. The character uh, assassination so, of Joseph Joestar by the coward Hirohaku, Hirohiko Araki. <laughs> Hirohaku? Holy Christ. His name's hard to say, honestly. Hirohiko Araki? Hirohiko Araki. That's right. See, so, I fuck up everybody's names, but that's the one that I get in one. Well, look, if I'm just saying... If I prepare myself for it, I could do it, but when I am just rambling movie titles and putting his name in the middle of them, it's a little harder. You gotta be like me, prepare for nothing in your life. Yeah. Worked out very well so far. Oh, yeah. Okiasu takes a drink of this water that he's got, and he says it's the most delicious water he's ever consumed in his life. It's just making this dude drop a load in his pants. Like, he's freaking out about this water. Uh, do you... Mm, was, huh? Yeah? I think your, um, your phrase there might be a little different than what you're <laughs> intending. I'm pretty sure it's what I'm intending. Either way. Look, drop a load is not the same as, like, shoot a load. No, I know what I said. He's shitting his pants over this water. Oh, boy. So... <laughs> Okuyasu also says, it's like the water a princess in the Alps playing a harp would drink, perhaps. <laughs> yeah, just maybe. Perhaps. It's so yeah. soothing. Like the first water you drink after wandering in the desert for three days. And then Josuke takes a drink and is like, eh, it's pretty good. Yeah. Okuyasu's like moved to tears by this water. Yes, he's, like a lot of tears. He's crying like SCDC did. Yeah. Uh, my note here is just ah, his eyes. <laughs> yep. Because they start like scrunching up into like a weird. Oh God! I love like... this episode so much. Ugh. I don't even know how to just... like lumpy. His eyes get lumpy. Well, they're shriveling up. Yeah, he's losing all the moisture in his eyes. Antonio comes out and he says it was water that was melted from snow atop of Kilimanjaro from like 50,000 years ago and it like flushes the eyes out and leaves you feeling refreshed. And then Okuyasu is just like, yep, I'm totally fine now. Yes, and he looks very kawaii. Yeah. 
but the reason it didn't affect Josuke in the same way was because Josuke got plenty of sleep the night before, and Okiyasu, he only got like four hours. Yeah. So this uh, refreshes Okiyasu, and I assume cures his insomnia. Yeah. I guess. I mean, uh, and then. We don't find out after, but. He served his first course, which is tomatoes, uh, a salad of like tomatoes and mozzarella cheese. A mozzarella. Yeah. This is actually the part where having somebody like just make whatever food and have me eat it without ordering would actually be kind of a problem because I don't like tomatoes. Same. Something about the texture of it. I think the flavor is fine. I I don't. Like any other, I like uh, when you put tomatoes in something else, like uh, you know, in a sauce or whatever, even like crushed tomatoes or diced or something, as long as it's hot. But just like cold tomatoes, no thanks. I don't even like if there's a chunk of tomato, it's specifically the texture for me, I don't like weird. Like, my salsa has to be like pureed, it has to be very fine. Mm. I don't want any big chunk of tomato in there. That's I'm me. <laughs> yeah, you got that right. You are you. George Brundle, super freak. Uh, I'm we, super freaky. Yeah. We get a, a, like, a history of Italian food from Tonio here, which also, by the way, I should mention is not correct, because he says Italians were the first to cook using tomatoes, and um, pretty yeah, that's sure... That's the Native Americans were the first because tomatoes came from here. Hmm. Think I didn't know that, and I didn't know any of the things about the history of Italian food because I honestly do not care. Why you don't like Italian food? Uh, I don't really care about the history of food in general because I you don't will put like literally nice, whatever uh, a bruschetta, it... like a a gabagool. Oh, I love gabagool. Hey, gabagool. I like how apparently no, uh, when, I... when I would say Gabagool as a reference to the Sopranos, you thought that was just Italian people saying it Gabagoo. <laughs> but no, there's a specific part where they say like surprising to me. they say like we brought some Gabagool and everybody goes, Hey Gabagool and that's the reference and you you just thought it no, was I like just, some sort of like was... the the Italian equivalent of Ching Chong Ching Chong or something. <laughs> Yeah, I thought it was just like an expression. You're an idiot. Like a way of going cheers. You go, Gabagoo! I hate you. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, a mozzarella! A spicy meatball! Gabagoo! Oh, boy. (laughs) Hi, welcome to our podcast series about how Mario is problematic. No, it's fine. My stepmom's side of the family is Italian. I'm allowed to do it. (sighs) Okay. So yeah, he gets this uh, mozzarella and tomato, and he eats some of them, and he's like, eh, it's alright. And then Tonio tells him, no, you have to eat both of them at once. That's the key. And then, uh... Yeah. Well, like, first of all, why wouldn't you do that to begin with? Yeah, exactly. But then Okuyasu is amazed by how good this tastes. Shockingly. Yeah, he thinks it is as good as a Simon and Garfunkel duet. That's right, I forgot he says that. 
And then Jinsuke's suddenly just like, oh, hot damn, I want some food too. And then Okuyasu's like pulling the plate away from him and he's like, nope, even if you were dying of hunger, I would not give you a single bite of this. <laughs> That's how you know he's a good friend. Yeah, a great, great guy, that Okuyasu. Uh, so Jinsuke like tries to order a plate and then Tonio's like, nope, uh, the dish is not meant for you because it's meant to cure a stiff shoulder and since you don't have one, you can't eat it. And then Okuyasu's neck starts to burn up, and his shoulder becomes really itchy. Uh, the vitamins and the antipasto stimulated a uh, his thyroid. According to my notes, do you here, know what an antipasto him... is? I thought that. So, hi, welcome to Stand and Deliver, a podcast where I reveal myself to be an uncultured idiot pretty much constantly. I thought that this was just a creative name Meraki had for this pasta. No, it's appetizer. Fucking great. Alright, it's an actual thing. Gabagoo! Gabagoo! Hey, Gabagoo! Yeah, it's not like a pasta made of antimatter, if that's what you were thinking. I thought it was sort of like antibiotic plus pasta, (laughs) so he was was doing like a... Yeah, sure. (laughs) I thought he was doing a thing. Oh, Gabagool. boy. Gabagool. You got it. But no, antipasto <laughs> is just appetizer. Oh, great. Okay. Well, 30 years old, I'm learning something new every day. Happy <laughs> birthday, George. So he starts scratching like huge clumps of flesh off of his shoulder, which, ah, hell yeah, hell no! It's like flying into Josuke's hand and forming a ball of flesh. Yeah. So like this Jesus is actually the one, the one episode where I remembered the censoring like being noticeable, and uh, mm. this is kind of not necessarily well, this part, but again, you could see like why I was talking about where. It they did a lot better job with it than they did previously. Yes. It's um, not just a black blob on his shoulder. It's actually like forming to the, the contour of his wound or whatever. But Yeah, and even like when flakes of skin fly in front of it, like they aren't blacked out. So like they they actually did put some effort into it this time. Yeah. Um, also, like he's digging deep based on that silhouette. Like yeah. he's gotta be going pretty close to the bone at that point uh, yeah Josuke says like you're gonna be scratching at your muscle oh god but it's okay but it's cool cause he's fine now yeah, yeah. just pops back up and he's like hey check it out I'm uh I'm flexible I can do this uh, patented Jojo pose check this out oh that's right he does pose during that yeah, he does the whole, like, I can touch the tips of my hands together behind my back. Okay, yes, is great. Yep. Uh, the next course is harlot pasta. Mm-hmm. But it's, too sp- it's too spicy. Harlot okay, spaghetti. See, he can't even eat curry or wasabi on sushi. He's yeah. a little baby, baby man. Can't handle the heat. Yes, he says he can't eat curry unless it's, like, what? the uh, sweet apple flavor or something and i yeah, something that sounds like that. terrible yes 
Uh, I think he even mentions it's like a kind that's made for children or something like that. Yeah. Oh, I don't think we mentioned after he scratched off all the dead skin, it formed like a softball-sized ball of it, and Tonio just carries it away on a plate. So I actually thought that the way this was going to go was that he was going to use that in a dish, and yep. like somehow his stand was like associated with the parts of the body that get shut off. Yep, the first time I saw like I this, thought... that was also what I thought. I thought he was, like, collecting okay. the parts for fuel. Because, yeah, the tears of the eyes come out, and then... Yeah, like, I thought and... the tears wouldn't be in the water. Yeah. Like, he just collects the tears up, and then that's the... People drink other people's tears, and it's like, a... yeah, I don't know. That's what was going through my head, but it's not actually the case. So. Nope. Uh, by the way, you like uh, spicy food or no? Yes, I like it. Uh, doesn't always react well with me. Um, also, it's more I like the taste of spicy food, but I don't really like the heat, which is kind of a problem. Oh, see, I love both the flavor and the heat. Mm. The color. My and dad the shape. when my dad went through this phase where he was putting habanero in basically everything that he was making so for like a few years i was exposed to a lot of habanero pepper and kind of built up like a pretty serious tolerance to uh spicy food mm -hmm. so i need my stuff like really really spicy in order to like feel that burn the thing is neither of my parents can tolerate any level of spice so i was never really exposed to any of it growing up um it's mm. kind of only been as an adult that I uh, was able to get really uh, good and spicy with stuff. What's your hot sauce of choice? Uh, there's like a habanero, like a green habanero uh, salsa that I get and put on burritos sometimes that actually has a decent kick to it. It's still mm. not like so much that it, like yeah, a good spiciness, like a good spice to me, a good kick is like I have to take a break from eating this and let my mouth sweat. Yeah, and it doesn't it doesn't do that for me, but it has like enough there that it's it's tasty, like I like it. Okay, I just wondered if you I, like a a tapatio or a tapatio's. Or... It, it's okay. Um, I like Cholula. I wish I remember the name the most. Yeah, Cholula's good. Yeah, but also not very spicy at all. For no, me. it's not. But I like the taste of it. Like, that and Sriracha are kind of the main two. I like Tabasco a lot. I know that's not like, I'm not putting that on burritos or anything. I actually kind of like that on, like, pizza. Yeah, Tabasco and pizza's pretty good. And, like, chicken wings, obviously. But Yeah. Yeah. Bone in or bone out? Uh, I either way. Okay. I, I like bone in, I like bone out. Usually if I'm going to buy some, I just get bone out. I think, like, you get more, so... I like the uh, taste of a bone-in more, but, uh, you know, it, it can be a hassle. Wing talk. Wing chat. It's our take, podcast take about the TV show Wings, starring uh, 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 Tony Shalhoub. Who's yeah. the main guy All in All you that? fuckers thought we were following this up with Yu Yu Hakusho. You were wrong. <laughs> you thought your Yu Yu Hakusho would protect you. You were wrong. <laughs> nice grinder. You thought man. your little Yosuke would protect you. You were wrong. 
what happened now? Uh, oh, right, he eats the spaghetti. Oh, yeah. Um, just... uh, well, no, so there's, like, a bit of back and forth here where Josuke's like, yeah, don't, don't eat it then if it's spicy. And then Tonio's like, oh, okay, I'll bring out the next course, that's fine. But uh, that spaghetti's meant to be eaten even by people who are intolerant of spicy foods. And, like, sure enough, Okuyasu, like, can't stop licking the sauce. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I got, I need to, I need the sauce, I need to lick the sauce, I, I need to, to touch the sauce, I need to be the sauce. Give it to me. Give me Give the sauce. Me, Give me the sauce! But yeah, so Josuke's trying to explain that he thinks Tonio's a stand user, and Okiyasu's like, ah, no. This all seems perfectly normal, this is on the up and up, I'm Okiyasu, a dumbass. And so he sucks down all the spaghetti, well, like yeah. half of it, and then his teeth shoot out of his skull into the roof, the ceiling. <laughs> yeah. And the next th two notes on here are just teeth are shooting out of this boy's skull. He's yep. growing new teeth. This is not okay. Yeah, you know they censor the other stuff. No black like blobs on the tooth growing out of his gum. That's A-OK -okay according to Japanese television standards and practices. I like how in every part of JoJo's, I think somebody shoots a damn tooth out of their skull. When have they done it before? Uh, in part two, Straitso ripped that woman's tooth out and, oh, like, right. shot it. Yeah. Uh, in part one, I want to say somebody shot a tooth out of their skull. Uh... I'm not actually sure about part three. I think that might be, uh... An outlier. Part three. Yeah. Look, very a very strange part all around. Yeah. So yeah, he forms uh, the teeth and uh Okuyasu shows off his beautiful new chompers. I wish I could do that, man. Yeah. Like all my teeth have fillings in them. Cool. If I could just like shed them and grow new teeth. That'd be great. My sister's mouth was all fucked up, where, like, she had teeth growing over the top of other teeth. Is, is your sister a shark? <laughs> Did your sister enter the shimmer? And she came Can't out sure. mutated? Uh, then I had that thing where, like, my uh, wisdom teeth came in, like, completely crooked, like, um, flipped horizontal. And then, like, when they actually started to bust through the gum after, like, years and years and years, they were, like, totally necrotic. I'm glad this is another episode I can tag <laughs> with teeth. <laughs> Look, if they keep shooting them out of people's skulls in JoJo, they're going to keep getting brought up, okay? Mm. It's perfectly relevant. No, they mine were, like, totally necrotic, and, like, when they removed my, my teeth, the doctor was like, yeah, I barely tapped those things, and they just turned to dust mm. just fell out of your skull Boy. apparently while I was still like high on the on the juice they gave me to knock me out for that I was yelling that I wanted a dinner of steak and whiskey and I was very into my own shoes I kept saying that my shoes were very nice and I wanted to show them to people that's what the juice will do I me sounds great So anyway, uh, yeah. Okuyasu has some new teeth, and Josuke's like, that's it, that seals it, there is something weird going on here. Because Josuke's very smart, 
Yeah, he so uses... he decides to punch a plate of food, as a smart boy would do. Yeah. I mean, it works. Uh, yeah. yeah. Crazy Diamond reforms the spaghetti into its base ingredients, and they see a stamp? little tomato men. Yeah. Attack of the killer tomatoes up in here. No, because they're not killer tomatoes. They nice look tomatoes. like violent tomatoes. Yes, no, I well, know they are you nice. You can't tomatoes judge them first. by what they look like, George. We've been over <laughs> this. Gabagoo! <laughs> Sick of your anti vegetable rhetoric. I shocked some people at work by saying that I fucking hate zucchini and I hate squash and I hate cucumbers. I agree with all. Well, some squashes are okay. But the rest of those are uh, gross. All squash is terrible. Okra is maybe the worst vegetable. It is just a slimy weed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okra's pretty gross. There was a reason why they mostly fed that to slaves back in the day. And it wasn't because oh. people feeding it to it as food. <laughs> well, it's true. They fed them that because yeah, it was... Yeah. Fucking garbage plant that they did not value as actual food, and now people suck that shit down, and I do not understand it. It is terrible. You view, bite into it, it is goop. The views of George CB. Brundle do not reflect those of Stand and Deliver LLC. Um, well, I didn't. I'm not taking the stance that they deserve to be fed. That I'm taking the stance that nobody should be fed okra because it's fucking awful. Look, it's a it's a I, rich heritage. Um, I view okra eating okra is like torture. It is the worst. It's the worst. It's like you bite into a plant and it jizzes in your mouth a little bit. Ugh. Ugh. Eating okra is a violent crime. Okay, so <laughs> yeah, where the plant comes a little at the end. Yeah. So, uh, Brussels sprouts also bad, by the way. What? Brussels, Brussels sprouts also terrible, by the way. Yeah, they are. Uh, so Josuke decides to see what is going on in the kitchen. Here it is, Josuke Higashikata's kitchen nightmares. He's gonna go in and he's gonna find out what this freak's up to. Oh, man. I've oh, watched kitchen nightmares for a really long time and now I kind of want to. Well, actually, he goes back there because Okuyasu's stomach starts hurting. Gordon Ramsay opening up the fridge is going, It's just bags of okra! <laughs> you've got spaghetti in here, you've got mozzarella right next to it. That's cross-contamination! <laughs> You're gonna yeah, kill so... someone! <laughs> I like this Boston version of Gordon Ramsay that you're <laughs> well, doing. Well, I don't want to do, like, a bad British accent, so I was just, like, being loud. And apparently that comes off as, like, Gordon Ramsay hey, from the Bronx. Hey, you got roaches up in here! <laughs> When's the last time you cleaned this grill? This pot is filthy, you chatterhead! I wasn't doing Boston. I was. I Well, kind of. Boston's all I know. That's okay. all I understand. That's a bad uh, place to be in your head. <laughs> Yeah, yeah it is. 
So Tonio is like further back in the kitchen and he's feeding something to a dog and then the dog has its guts forced out of its mouth before exploding. Hell yeah. I was having gut issues while this episode was being watched, so it's a real good time for me. It's a great episode. George Brundle Health Watch 2018 update. Uh, it turns out I'm fine. <laughs> great. Yeah, it, it turns out I was okay the whole time. Turns out maybe Googling everything on WebMD uh, doesn't really help. Well, no, so the the thing that was really stressing me out was, uh, talk about this real quick, I was informed that I had what would be referred to as a duplicate common bile duct. Turns out I don't have that. And uh, the doctor who reported everything to me is a fucking dumbass. So now I am shopping for a new GI. Yeah, just uh, go find one you like, uh, click add to cart, and uh, mm-hmm. you're done. Well, funny thing is I ended up getting a call back from the other GI today, and they were like, uh, yeah, you don't need to do new patient stuff because you've been a patient with us since, like, 2011. And I was like, oh, well, I did not know that because my doctor sent me to these other guys. So, great. Cool. What's GI so, stand for? Like, is it gastrointestinal? Uh, gastroenterologist. Okay. Which, yeah, d- doctor that specializes in gastrointestinal. You ever so. call him uh, Joe? Bet he loves that. GI don't, Joe. Don't be, don't don't be stupid. He loves <laughs> it. You go in there, you call him Joe. You're gonna get a fifty percent discount on all Gutty Works. Why don't we call him proctologist anymore? What's up with that, huh? Oh no, is it the same thing? No respect for the ass men of this world anymore. Yeah. I actually, they probably are not the same thing. I don't know. I don't know. I thought maybe you were right. know, the they rename them. The butt's part of the GI. You know what's really confusing? The uh, a pe- podiatrist and a pe- pediatrist? Right? Pediatrician? Pediatrician, yeah. And podiatrist, which is foot? That's I think confusing. so, yeah. Or, yeah. Um, well, like, uh, orthodontist and... Orthopedic? Yes. Yeah. I don't know, that one makes sense to me, but I've had a lot of... Look, my sister was growing teeth over teeth. I had my own teeth problem. Yeah, but, you know, just call them dentist. Just call them foot person. Just call whatever. <laughs> like, don't... <laughs> foot person. This is... It's ridiculous. I need to come in to see a foot person. Yeah, what do you please. mean this is a pediatric? Look at my feet! Can you refer me to a foot person in the area? I need a doctor that specializes in pee-pee-doo-doo. Can you give me a referral? You ask for a referral to a foot person and you walk in the office and it's just Quentin Tarantino sitting there. Oh no! You're like, oh, this is not what I wanted. The door locks behind you, and he just dro- just growls, "Drop him!" <laughs> By that he means your socks. Yeah, no, of course. I mean, come on, he's not sick. Well. <laughs> anyway, Tony throws a knife at Josuke, which is a totally normal reaction to being spied on, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it actually kind of makes me wonder if that actually happened or not. 
or or if it was just in Joe's case head. Yeah. Yeah, just, I like, He goes in here and like everything is dark and Tonio looks and acts like an insane person. Yeah, and then like when this whole sequence ends, it's like well lit and everything and every it, like everybody's fine. So yeah. maybe uh, but Okuyasu runs in there and he's just like, my stomach is cramping up real bad because of all the food, and I need these lamb chops. They need to be inside of me. Uh-huh. This is the only thing that makes me happy. <laughs> they do look pretty. So he good. shows them. They they do. Also, lamb chops being inside of me is the only thing that makes me happy too. So, but yeah, his stomach explodes. Yep. Like, it just his intestines whip out like the fucking thing. Yeah. Now you're talking. And, uh, oh, yeah. And then, like, so they eventually end up back inside of his body and he's okay. And he says, Look, one day I too hope to say my diarrhea tummy is all better. <laughs> and if I go see the GI again, maybe it will be. Best part here is, uh, Tonio is coming up behind Josuke with what appears to be a brick and looks like he's going to hit him with it but no he's like no you need to wash your hands with soap right now and it's just soap cross contamination <laughs> that's right you're going to kill somebody yeah it turns out Tonio was a good guy the whole time you know what actually looking here the knife is not in the doorway oh when it turns well there like you light. go so it was all in Josuke's head Oh, uh, so yeah, just has to clean the place up, and Okuyasu enjoys some flan. Yep. Like, Tonio was always a good guy. The whole thing that... This is what's great about this episode. They don't actually find a stand user. There was no threat. It was Josuke getting in his own head, because Tonio legitimately just wants to make people feel better and eat good food. Yeah. Tonio is, like, the nicest character in all of JoJo. Yeah. He's great. Joseph, or I'm sorry, Josuke deserves to clean up the kitchen for the dumbass way he was acting. Also, his stand is named Pearl Jam. Pole Jam in my translation, yeah. which is a bad name. Yep, it is, but it's Pearl Jam. Yeah, it's supposed to be Pearl Jam, so which is a good name. Yes. Uh, and elsewhere, Jotaro meets with a member of the Speedwagon. What is Hey, a uh, quick thing, by the way. What food cures strokes? I have a couple of things here. First of all, do yes. you know what Pearl Jam's name means? It's a sex thing, right? Nope. Really? Nope. Everybody always assumes that it means cum, but nope. It's, uh, yeah, no, I was in the cum camp. Yeah, Eddie Vedder's, I think, aunt was named Pearl. And she actually just made jam all the time, and they just thought it was a good name. <laughs> and then later, like, somebody was like, oh, this sounds like jizz. That's so, very special and very sweet. 10cc, on the other hand, I'm pretty sure actually is a jizz reference. And most things in music are jizz references. I would also so. like to, yeah, the Love and Spoonful, also. Yeah. Um, Simon also, and Garfunkel. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. Um, so, I would also like to mention that as a child, 
uh, as you did as well, I watched uh, Courage the Cowardly Dog pretty often. Oh, and yeah. that, that episode about flan made me never want to eat flan until in my I... adult life I realized, oh, it's just custard and caramel and it's really good. I never really wanted to try it because it looks to me like it has the the consistency of, of pudding and I don't like the texture or consistency of pudding. Uh, It's more solid than pudding. Oh. It's a more oh, okay. like, um... Oh, I'm trying to think of... Sort of like... More puffy, a... more whipped? Yeah, more solid... I don't really know how to describe it. It's actually kind of closer to Jello. See, Jello's even worse for me. Really? I cannot stand. Oh, I know. Jell-O. Okay, it's sort of like a cheesecake. Like that's probably that, the closest. Okay. Thing. Then, then I would probably enjoy it because I love cheesecake. Yeah. But yeah, the, the consistency of Jello and of pudding, I'd find like vile. Like I that's can't stand it. Strange. Jello, like especially, just grosses me out. Like some puddings, I will eat. Like if it's just a chocolate pudding, like I'll put up with it just because I like the the flavor of it, but I don't like the texture. Mm-hmm. Well, the consistency of flan also probably depends on you know who makes it. Um, yeah, but I, I, don't, I don't know where I'd ever get flan here. So I've only had it a couple of times. It's both it was really good both times. Hmm. Uh, well, but... Okuyasu seems to be enjoying his. Yes. And then, uh, like I was saying, Jotaro, he meets a member of the Speedwagon Foundation, and he's like, okay, we can't meet near electrical lines because it's dangerous. Uh, so I gotta tell you in person that in a few days, Joseph Joestar will arrive in Morio. Yeah, this uh, guy with the hat who I believe is never seen again. Yep. Goodbye, guy with hat. Yep. See you later, guy with hat. No, you won't. He's gone. He's never coming back. Yeah, well, it's figurative. He might as well be dead. You will never see him again for the rest of your life. Okay. Didn't think about it like that, did you? Nope, I did not. You know what? He is not even mentioned here on the wiki under appearances, so... Right. He's dead to everybody. Yep. Uh, Speaking of... If everyone forgets him, did he ever really live? Speaking of characters who won't see again and might as well be dead, Tonio. Oh no! <laughs> That's right. Son of a bitch! I was hoping that he would be like the master, uh, the master Corin of this thing, where like people need to get healed up, so they go see him, and he like makes them delicious food. Nope. I think he shows up in the last episode. Man, motherfucker! He's in the credits. Yeah. What the hell? So is Kazumata. So is Tamami. Well, we've seen Tamami like a few times. Oh, yeah. Uh, He's in the hospital now. No, Tonio, we'll see him again. Tonio gets... Tonio gets some uh, mentions. Like, they'll say, like, hey, we should stop by Tonio's restaurant. And that's about it. And then they go, but we actually shouldn't. <laughs> kind of. All right, let's see Damn, what's fuck it. off, Darfour. Wait, did you say fuck off Darfour? No, I, I said part four. I was slurring my speech. I really need you to find out what f- food cures stroke. <laughs> uh, manga anime differences. 
all for help. A new scene at the beginning with Tonio menacingly slicing up meat. Uh, shorten the scene where Okuyasu convinces Josuke to go to the restaurant. Okay, so that kind of probably explains why Josuke was wanting to get out of there. Because I guess originally it took him a lot longer to be convinced to go. Uh, the scene where Tonio explains why he went to Morio and how he likes it because he can get fresh produce and seafood is moved to when he first serves Josuke and Okuyasu rather than in the manga where he explains it after Josuke and Okuyasu reveal themselves as stand users. The scene of Jotaro conversing with a member of the Speedwagon Foundation was included much earlier than it was in the manga. Earlier? I guess it must have happened during the Chili Pepper stuff then, but that's weird because Joseph shows up during the Chili Pepper stuff. Yeah. Uh. Mm. Alright, next. A Red well, Hot Chili Pepper Part 1. Joseph just wants to stay home and play video games. Agreed. He doesn't want to go to school. I just wanna play X video games. Xbox GameCube PS2. I know about them as soon as they're new. If anybody here has not seen uh, the music video video games by was it like Blackout Band or something? You know, I bet you everybody listening to this has not heard that song. Because <laughs> today, I had to explain to someone that Speed Racer existed before it was a movie, and who Bruce Campbell was. So at this point, I just believe that no one knows any of the things that you or I know. That's I think we might be weird. Probably a good assumption. Uh, well, a blackout band is a band of, like... 12 year olds and they... I think you're all uncultured by the way by the way me? no the people who don't know this shit well I'm uncultured too but nothing well, is yeah. more cultured than the blackout band a band of I think 12 year olds who are absolutely terrible and I would guess one of their moms paid to have this video made and the song is the worst thing you'll ever hear and I'm going to include a clip of it right here the blackout band and uh see i was not exaggerating of uh how much ass they suck yeah i mean it feels kind of bad to say that about kids but also they're the ones they're adults now, on youtube okay. yeah that too uh just like the uh crazy frog kids oh, who are man. also now adults now which is wild to think about because i saw that video when it came out and at that point i was an adult yeah didn't they do like no. another one? Like when they, they were they older? Did, yes. Yeah. Uh, like a frame by frame remake kind of thing. Yeah, you know, like Psycho. 
Yeah, Gus Van Sant's they, they psycho. Did their own... Yeah, they cast Vince Vaughn in the Crazy Frog Kids 2. <laughs> Remember when Michael Haneke remade uh, Crazy Frog Kids with Tim Roth and Naomi Watts? <laughs> Crazy stuff. Yeah, it's great because no one's going to know the Crazy Frog video 2 at this point. Like, we might as well just bring up Buttholes and complete the trinity. Oh, Buttholes was great. Yeah. What were the rules I... again? Never never set traps. No, never... S Wait, watch out for traps. Lay those spikes... Or never set spikes. Lay those bricks down. Yes. Never, never set spikes. Never lay set those spikes. bricks lay down. Lay those bricks down. Watch out for clouds. Yes. Yeah. Look... Uh, I actually ended up linking in a Discord a few days ago the um, video of the Chuckle Brothers with uh, Thanks for the Memories by Fallout Boy. Oh, man. And real I looked at the date that was uploaded. It was 11 years ago. Yeah, I linked someone the, uh, I think, oh, God, what was his name? Adam Papigan, the the dude who did that like fake ministry public access show, oh, yeah, talking yeah, about yeah. like mold in your penis, mm -hmm. the one <laughs> like, that reading had, out of Leviticus. Um, uh, David Breivhard on. Yeah, where he just starts like praying at that one point is like, God, please be with my callers uh, and help them not say words like piss and shit and goddamn it. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> yeah, but that also is like a ten-year-old video. Yeah, YouTube used to be cool. That's the thing. It did. It used to just <sighs> be a depository for whatever weird crap you wanted to put on it. Yeah, it was like if you had a video of some dumbass shit, come put it here, and like people would actually see it. I mean, if you look at like all that weird stuff with um. You know, the algorithm gaming stuff of so Sonic's birthday party with Elsa from Frozen or whatever. Yeah. That's actually maybe the truest thing in spirit to what YouTube used to be. Yeah. It's just yeah, the problem right. is that now it's aimed at like two-year-olds instead of the actual audience for that, which would be uh, idiot teenagers. Yes, us, the real filth monsters out there who feed on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was just upset when looking through my favorites earlier tonight that that video that was just a Grim Reaper dummy that someone put in, like, a bumper car riding around to Don't Fear the Reaper got taken <laughs> down. For I forgot about that one. That was really it's good. It's a real good one. Yeah. And, like, the shitty part is, like, that's never going up again. That got removed for a copyright strike. I don't think anyone made a backup of that video to put it up. Yeah, like, when, um, Maltendu's account got hacked and all of his videos got deleted like luckily i had several of them saved including the most important one which i think he actually never re-uploaded which is uh stone cold steve austin goes gourmet shopping which is the, oh, one with yeah. the kirby no, theme he didn't send that to me by the way but okay yeah i need to like i need to go through and maybe back up some videos that i know i want to save because yeah, man, like, going through my favorites list again. Because, like, if they remove something, it doesn't always reflect in the actual list. You actually have to hit the video and see it got taken down. And, mm -hmm. like, a bunch of the stuff from, like, the good old days of YouTube is just not there anymore. I can tell you that last I checked, which was probably a few months ago, uh, Not Today Motherfucker is still up. Oh, thank God. Yeah. YouTube and Hall YouTube of Fame, still... that one. 
I was just upset that my uh, video anime girl gets spanked for five minutes got taken down not once but twice. Yeah. For community content violations, which is fucked because there was nothing wrong about that video. She was fully clothed, that <laughs> anime girl. <laughs> for those who obviously don't know, because I, I sincerely doubt anybody listening to this saw that video, it was just a gif of like an anime girl getting paddled with like a uh, a rug duster. Yeah, and yeah, it just it played like a Fly racket. Me to. Yeah, it just played Fly Me to the Moon from Evangelion for mm-hmm. five minutes. That was it. That was a little video. Yep. It, as advertised, Anime Girl gets spanked for five minutes. That was you know, that actually makes me... I hope that those, like, Cory in the house uh, troll, like, misdirection those videos are, are still, still up. up. Okay, good. I think it was, like, top 20 anime boobs or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there are two versions. One is just Cory in the house for the whole uh, duration with the Crash Man's theme from Mega Man 2. The other yeah. one is switches to Phil from the future, or Phil of the future, yeah. I guess, and has Double fake, S- yeah. Sonic Casino Night or something. What is it? Uh, it's Hill- Hilltop Zone, actually. Thank you very is it? much. Okay. Yes. I don't know. Yeah. I hate that I know. Okay. And I know that you hate that, I know. Ah, uh, absolutely. Josuke <laughs> wants to play video games, so... He's... Oh, right, we're talking about this <laughs> goddamn cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of, you know, just talking about all these dumbass videos we saw on the internet once that not a single motherfucker listening to this podcast knows or cares about. Absolutely not, but guess what? This is for our own entertainment, first and yeah. foremost. This is our show. That's right. If you don't As like we it, say here on Stand and Deliver, Gabagoo. Especially, have I ever mentioned on air that our uh, fan base is apparently primarily ca- uh, Canadian? No, that sounds about right. Uh, it is, which is weird because I've never mentioned my intense love of Rush before. Uh, so I don't know yeah, where we're... all the Canadian people came from. Or me and my intense love of Kids in the Hall. Well, that, yeah, that too. Nothing is more Canadian than Kids in the Hall. Literally, nothing is more Canadian than Kids in the Hall. I cannot stress that enough. Mm-hmm. That is peak Canadian. I love it. I love it. So, uh, Tomoko is just, like, kicking her own son, just committing acts of violence on him, <laughs> telling him to turn the TV off. I mean, you know, you do what you gotta do. My mom once fucking dropped my Sega Genesis from over her damn head. Wow. Yeah, no, I accidentally knocked over a lamp and she had a gross overreaction to it and was like, okay, you break something of mine, I break something of yours, and she just hurled my Genesis from over her head. And it continued to work totally fine. I mean, I believe it. Consoles back then were... Yeah. Ford tough. Sturdy. Mm Mm-hmm. Also, Josuke is clearly playing Gradius. Or, like, <laughs> it's obviously meant to be Gradius because it has that, you know, power-up thing at the bottom. No no one no one knows what Gradius is, come on. Uh, I'm just, I'm very jaded with what people know at this point, I'm sorry. It doesn't matter. We know. 
That's should. that's all that matters. Should you should know what Gradius is? Yeah, probably. So, uh, he goes to turn the TV off, uh, but turns back on to a, a TV show. But the voice coming through the TV show actually belongs to Red Hot Chili Pepper. Yeah, and Chili Pepper's in the TV. He's in the show, and he looks at Josuke really creepily. And I really like this part. Yeah. He uh, reveals that he's been, like, traveling between homes and spying on other members of the group. So he knows what, like, Okiyasu's been up to. He knows about Koichi and Reverb and everything else. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I want to test how strong you are. Because Star Platinum could still probably, like, mess me up. But mm-hmm. i gotten stronger. So he, like, starts goading him to, like, uh, hit him. Which he does a lot. Great idea. He gets punched a yeah, uh, well, he realizes what he did because he just like flies back and is like, "Oops, I messed up. I might have screwed this up." <laughs> You're uh, uh faster than I thought. <laughs> you hit oh, harder too. Also, this is a bad idea. I don't know why I did this. In this episode, uh, the regular theme song is back. Yes, thank God. Apparently, that crap EDM one was only like one or two episodes. I remembered it sticking around longer, but it's yeah. good. So, uh, Chili Pepper then manages to hit Joe's K once, but it's, like, really, really hard and sends him kind of, like, flying back. Uh, and so he sort of, like, thinks for himself, like, in terms of raw power, Chili Pepper might actually be stronger than Star Platinum. Which is mm-hmm. a little weird to think about. Yeah. Old Duck Man is stronger than the guy that, like, killed a vampire, but whatever. 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 Uh, then Chili Pepper says, like, uh, yeah, no, this is a dumb idea. I'm leaving now. Bye. Bye. Please don't ever hit me again. Bye, Chili Pepper. See you later. Bye-bye, Chili Pepper. Uh, Have a nice trip, Chili Pepper. So the gang meets in a field the next day, because there's no electricity nearby, but some dumbass brought their motorcycle. (laughs) I wonder who would have done that. Jesus, I just don't know. Well, who we got here? We got Josuke, we got Koichi, mm-hmm. yep. uh, Jotaro's walking yep. up. We got Okuyasu. Oh. Who could have brought the motorcycle? <laughs> you know, I like Okuyasu a lot, but he is often a liability. <laughs> yes. So, uh, Josuke, he reveals all the stuff that he knows, and, uh, like, about them being watched, and Koichi starts telling some dumb story about how his homework went missing off his desk. And Josuke's like, nobody cares, man. (laughs) Shut up. I wonder if that's supposed to be a reference to something coming up. I don't don't know. know what it would be. I kind of think Koichi's just a real simple boy. Yeah. Like, that's my favorite thing about Koichi so far is, like, my first impression was, oh, he's going to be, like, the nerdy kid, right? Like, he's the smarts, he's the brains of the group. But, like, no, he's actually kind of a dumbass. Yeah, a little bit. Like, super well-meaning and, like, likable and everything, but he's, like, not very bright. Yeah, and then for a while it makes you think he's going to, like, turn into a tough guy. And no, not really. Like his <laughs> yeah. hair changes, but that's kind of it. Yeah, he's a tough guy in the way that Krillin's a tough guy. You know. Yes. 
You respect him, like he throws himself into into the middle of the battle. But yeah, he's not the strongest guy in the room, and he's not the smartest guy in the room. Just so, Jotaro, like the smartest guy in the room, uh, reveals that Chili Peppers lo- uh, what? I wrote this funny. Hold on a second. <laughs> Says yeah. the person who can... Okay, yeah. So the person who can reveal Chili Pepper's location will arrive at noon. Uh, he's old? Like, maybe 80? He walks with a cane? He had gallstones removed? Uh, has cataracts? Full dentures? Candy T-bone sticks? Life's been kind of hard for Joseph Joestar. Poor Joseph. Yeah, he's also starting to forget things. Yeah, we'll see that later. Hmm... But on the the good side, he has a really cool hat. Yes, God, yes. I like his jacket. His glasses, all right. Yeah, an adorable little uh, like like if if John Lennon were a midge. Oh boy, yeah. <laughs> we John Lennon. Yeah, those completely uh, non-functional tiny nose glasses. <laughs> yeah, that Jesus. I love them though. Mm-hmm. They they look great. Uh, so Koichi realizes it's Joseph, and uh, you know, obviously Josuke's father. And Josuke starts piecing it together, and Chili Peppers here. He's like, "One of you dumbasses brought me in on a motorcycle." It's me, Chili Pepper. I'm here. Great job, whoever brought that, Okuyasu. Yeah. So then Chili Pepper's like, I heard everything. Now check out this sick wheelie. And then he just speeds away. <laughs> yep. I just love the image of Chili Pepper of like riding a bike. <laughs> yeah. He's just like full on sitting on it. Yep. Well, uh, then... so Okuyasu. Yes. Yeah. I was, mm-hmm. I was just going to say Okuyasu follows after him, including uh, doing right. the really cool trick where he uh, swipes through air to like launch himself forward towards Chili Pepper and then he's just like flying in the air alongside Chili Pepper standing on the bike. Hell yeah. So uh Chili Pepper though he's like, ah the hand's too slow to get a good hit in. Uh so then the hand transfers like Okuyasu to his back and like gets the drop on him and he just like starts stomping this dude. Or no, I guess like he he swipes the bike first because like yeah. the bike gets chopped in half. Yeah, and then he gets around him and starts like just smashing his head into the ground. Mm-hmm. Until like Chili Pepper's starting to like fade out like he's dying. Yeah, and he's like squirting blood out of random points. Yeah, uh, but like his plan was to drive over to some power lines and then hop into those and get away. But like now he's sort of stranded because the bike battery is immobile and there's like nothing else for him to jump into that's electric. So he maybe didn't totally think this through. Like he could have just got a ride back into town on the motorcycle without ever revealing himself. Maybe. The way to go. No one playing with a full deck in this group. Mm. Uh, but yeah, Jotaro and the others are, like, nearly there. They are walking, for some reason. Yep. Not in any hurry. Seems... Yeah. Yeah. And they're just like, hey, Okuyasu, don't do anything incredibly stupid or reckless or, like, uh, not entirely thought through, because we need to question him. So, you know, be not you. 
don't do the things that you would do while we casually walk up to you. I mean, on the other hand, like, Chili Pepper did kill his brother, so I can understand this instance. Yeah, but he also explains, like, you know, my brother got what was coming to him. Yeah, but it's still his brother. Uh, like, yeah, he still feels some sort of loyalty and, like, a, a compulsion to get revenge for him. Even That's true, he, but he I also felt that by him acknowledging that his brother got what he deserves, he still had enough, like, sense about him to, like, see through his anger and not fall for an obvious, like... He's being goaded into it. He he's knows o- he's being goaded He's Okuyasu, he he's not a Jedi. He's an <laughs> no, idiot he's delinquent high schooler. Yeah. 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 I don't know. He does... So, yeah, he gives in, he scrapes... Uh, Chili Pepper in half, but he also, like, reveals electrical lines underground by doing that. Mm-hmm. Chili Pepper gets powered up, and he severs Okuyasu's arm. Yeah. Which, like, made me think Okuyasu's like going to get a sick robot arm, but <laughs> that's not how this goes down. Nope. Uh, Okuyasu gets dragged into the electrical line, and he dies. Sure... Well, no, he doesn't, because... Uh, Look, I, we're led to believe that he dies. Yes. We get a tragic scene of Koichi crying for his dead friend while Joe Taro and Josuke don't even mention it. Nope. They're just talking to each other like, oh, well, okay, we'll figure out where he could have gone. First, we need to meet Joseph at the port. Yeah. And Koichi's like, why don't either of you care about this? And Josuke's like, oh, this is why... Blah. And grabs uh, Okuyasu's arm and just reforms all of him. Because crazy yeah, so can I, do that. I initially thought that what was happening was they were going to grow a new Okuyasu out of the <laughs> severed arm, <laughs> which, which is not, which is not at all how that power would work. Because he can't bring back the dead, yeah. and like the arm, if it's cut off, it's not a living thing. Uh, but what he does is because he is reattaching it. He can do it at a distance, so long as he has, like, one part of the thing that is broken. So it pulls the rest of Okuyasu back out of the power line and reattaches him. Yep. And then there's, like, a good shot of Chili Pepper noticing this and going, like, ah, damn! Yep. Like, he's just has his arms where he was holding Okuyasu. is like, what? Ugh. <laughs> uh... This also would have been really bad if, like, they spent too long just talking and he was dead and they just, like, flung a charred corpse out of the power line at them. <laughs> oh, we should have been worrying this whole time. Koichi was right. Oh, uh, that's the episode. Well, no, it's not, because we get a little bit of the boat and the scene of joseph joestar the first time you actually see him oh yeah which we already talked about doesn't he like he doesn't know where his cane is but it's like right in front of him in the next one that's when i I thought it happens like i thought it happened before that too like with okuyasu it's in his hand but there's a time before where like one of the speedwagon guys he asks him and he's just like oh it's right in front of you oh i don't know and Joseph's like, I'm old and feeble. Let's see. Uh, manga anime differences. 
The moment where Jotaro Kujo is informed of Joseph Joestar's coming to Morio has been moved to an earlier time in the narration. Thus is not shown in the previous episode. What? Thus is not shown in the previous episode, even though it was. Jojo Wiki yeah. is... Okay. Josuke's line about Red Hot Chili Pepper knowing how he sucks at video games is removed. That's unfortunate. <laughs> that would have been really good. Uh, Josuke's video game is ch- changed to a Gradius-like shoot-em-up. It doesn't say what it originally was. Maybe it was, oh, that's a baseball. Oh man, I hope so. In the manga, Josuke didn't realize Jotaro was referring to Joseph as the stand user coming to Morio until he explicitly says it. In the anime, he figures it out on his own. Uh, Josuke's line about disliking the show in which Sachiko stars is removed. Mm. Uh-huh. Sachiko. Well, I don't know who that is. Sachiko, uh, this is an entry on the wiki, Sachiko is a fictional character from a TV show Josuke hated. For some unknown reason, she was going to leave her lover and wished to never see him again. Josuke tried to turn the TV off, but couldn't due to Red Hot Chili Peppers' electric intervention. So she's she's the character from the show, and yet here it says the show in which Sachiko stars, which would imply that's the actor? JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Wikia. Yep. If you need a place on the internet to get very confused about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, look no further than the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Wikia. I like the idea of Josuke sitting there like that uh, bit on The Simpsons with Elvis saying, like, I hate this show, and then just shooting the TV. (laughs) Ugh. The group meets at the harbor to check a motorboat for chili pepper. Hey, motorboat. Poking around and going like, hey, you in here, chili pepper? Give me the chili pepper. I know you're around here somewhere. But he's not. They kind of realize that what he will do instead is he'll use something that is faster than a motorboat, like a model airplane. I don't think that necessarily checks out, but whatever. Um, I mean, boats are slow. I don't think that a model airplane would be... It it might actually be. Model airplanes can get pretty fast. I don't know anything more about a model airplane than I do a boat. Yeah, you're not a boat expert. No, not at all. I know a nice boat when I see one, but that's about it. Nice boat. Yeah. No, I just... the, The sniff test, I guess. Just eyeballing it. I wouldn't think that that would be the case, but I don't actually know. So, whatever. Don't sniff whatever. boats. No, I'm sniffing the plane. Don't sniff planes. Don't sniff any, like... <sighs> Boy. Don't tell me what to do. Well, if you keep sniffing everything, I'm going to tell you to not do that. I'm, I'm going to lick the plane, then. All right, everybody's at the harbor. We're all like, let's wait for, uh, we're going to split up. Two of you are going to go uh, to the boat. 
stay with the Zoinks gang. It's time to split up. Yeah. Zoinks indeed. Okuyasu makes one of those like giant sandwiches. Those guts spill out again. You can't put that much deli meat inside your body, you dumbass. It was always happening to Dagwood Bumstead. He would make those giant sandwiches and his guts would shoot out and then his boss would be like, Dagwood! <laughs> Everybody loves Blondie, right? That's a uh, thing that he... children know about. Yeah. It's almost as uh, well known and recognized as the far side. <laughs> there were, um... There was a thing recently that they were remastering the old, like, like serials of Blondie. Like, that would run or in front who? of... Exactly. And it was like, I saw this on Blu-ray.com, and there were comments from people like, Oh, this is great, I can't believe they're finally remastering these Blondie serials. You know, this actress as Blondie I thought was pretty good, but not as good as this other one from 1948. And it's like... How are these people using the internet? Like, should they... They shouldn't be alive. <laughs> you know, like, there's some stuff you could say, like, you know, John Wayne movies, Glenn Ford stuff, like, that's, that's old, but there's a certain level of um, cultural importance to it. So people could go back and see that, and they would be aware of it. Blondie serials? Nobody should care about that in 2018. Nobody. Davis's views do not necessarily Nobody. reflect stand and deliver. No body. If you care about the Blondie serials, I want you to unsubscribe from this. I never want to hear from you. Do not email me. Do not send me a DM on Mastodon at Larry Davis at bofa.lol. Do not oh, tell me Christ, anything about again. Blondie. <sighs> Send Larry Davis pictures of Okra on his Mastodon account. Larry Davis at, at Bofa dot web org. <laughs> yeah. I'm on the web and it is an org. Slash zone. I uh... You know dot org stands for uh dot organ. Anyway, Koichi starts telling everybody about which instances he belongs to, and they're like, yeah, 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 great, all right, we need to get Okiyasu on this boat, and I'm going with him, my name's Jotaro, uh, Josuke, you babysit the baby, and, uh, if anything happens, I don't know, do, do your thing with the ghost man, I'm sure it'll be fine. Freaky ghost man. I ain't afraid of no ghost. I ain't afraid of no I sleep. Am, actually. <laughs> I'm definitely afraid of no sleep. So, uh... Chili Peppers user shows up with a big-ass model plane. Uh, by the way, Chili Peppers user looks dope. Yeah. His name this is... is like an... What? Yeah, I was gonna say, he just looks like he belongs to like an 80s hair metal band. Like, he's yep. awesome. His name is Akira Otoishi, or uh, since yep. we're a couple of dirty gringos, Akira. Yeah, uh, yeah. he says, I guess you figured out my plan, so I'm going to play some tasty licks and kill your dad now. <laughs> he has what appears to be a uh, Fender Stratocaster. With, Which he uh, fucking treads on! Yes, he does. Although, strangely, especially given um, 
Araki's fondness of like photo referencing stuff, the jack seems to be in the wrong place for it. Oh, weird. Like it should be like on the front, sort of angled out, but instead it seems like it's on the bottom, like on the side. It still has the tone and volume knobs in the right places, it looks like, as well as the mm-hmm. switch for like what pickups are on, but the jack oh. seems to be in the wrong place. It's weird. Maybe it's an older version that had that mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Oh wow, that's super interesting. So he gets it hella is. mad and snaps. Oh wait, now I'm skipping ahead. Uh, I'm Joey's... gonna shut this down if you continue <laughs> to talk to me that way. <laughs> Look, the idea was I was pointing that out because uh, Akira is so dedicated to being able to play tasty licks wherever he goes that he just has apparently has a portable amp underneath his jacket. Because Hell the yeah. cable is going underneath his jacket And you could see it on the floor once he gets beaten up Yeah Well I mean he's got his uh, stand to power it So checks out I guess Yeah, yeah. I mean they're, they're so yeah, powered uh, too but... He's like I'm so confident I'm going to beat you I'm going to only use my pinky So Joe's K punches his pinky And breaks it <laughs> Yep It's so he gets like, like so it's, it's not even just like bent backwards it looks like he shatters it into like eight yeah. pieces but then like he just gets so mad that he grips his guitar and through sheer force of will through the power of rock he snaps his finger back into place and plays a sick rift yeah a rift riff i'm sorry <laughs> my bad <laughs> That's that's me. I goofed. It's been uh, 20 minutes since my last accident. Mm-hmm. Put it up on the board. Uh, his guitar also then verbalizes, I'm going to kill your mamas too. Yep. He doesn't even say it. His fucking guitar says it. Yeah, do you know what that's a reference to? No. It's Frank. It's a Frank Zappa song. My guitar wants to kill your mama. This guy's the best. Yep. God, also, he's so good. And his cufflinks have AC and DC on them too, because yeah. uh, Araki just really likes AC DC. Oh man, I Akira's the greatest. He is really good. Yeah. So, uh, Josuke tries to punch him, but he like dodges away like a Dragon Ball Z character. But it turns out what he actually did was used uh, chili pepper to like um flip him around 180 degrees and he just moves that fast that it just seemed like akira teleported mm-hmm. and uh chili peppers like popping up from a bunch of grates in the uh bar- bottom of the harbor so it's like sort of a whack-a-mole game and like diamond can't it like isn't fast enough to do anything about it and joe's case not fast enough to notice which grate he's going to come out of next But then, uh, <laughs> okay, I'm 
great. Oh, you go silent on me. <laughs> what do you mean? I thought you were going to continue on, and then you just stopped. <laughs> oh. No, I'm sorry, I was done. Okay, well... It's your turn now. Great. So, uh, Crazy Diamond punches the, uh, the ground, like the concrete, <laughs> I guess it'd be asphalt, and reverts it back into an oil, which then covers all of the grates, so then... When Chili Pepper starts to come up through one of them, it will make a bubble and give him advance notice of which one he's popping out of. So Crazy Diamond can punch him hard. Yeah, he punches him pretty damn hard. Uh-huh. Uh, so Chili Pepper then starts channeling all of the electricity in Morio to him. Uh, and he kind of uses that to, like, blind him. Uh, and, like, he and Josuke sort of clash, and he's, like, starting to overpower Josuke, uh, and he gets knocked back. So, like, in the process of getting knocked back, he, he destroys a tire and then reforms it around Chili Pepper. And uh, since the tire is rubber and non-conductive, Chili Pepper has nowhere to go. Uh, so he punches, like, a hole out of the tire, because he's like, uh, no, it needs to be way thicker than this to, like, actually trap me. But By it releases a bunch uh, of air. Kind of a problem with this. He also puts the yes. metal parts on the end of the tire, which would conduct electricity. Yeah, I noticed that and thought it was a weird choice on Josuke's part to completely reform the tire. Yeah, like I that. thought he would just use the pieces of all four of the tires to completely encase them in rubber. Yeah, because, like, his power isn't just to, like, reform things to their original state. He can, like, reform them to whatever. Yep. So... But, so, like, poor thinking on Josuke's part, but also poor thinking on Chili Pepper's part for not realizing that. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, but, yeah, he, note, like, punches uh, a hole. Since, since I have this running here, and it's actually a little bit behind, uh, we forgot to mention that while Akira is shredding, there's a caption box that comes up that says, right hand tapping, when he's doing right hand tapping on right. the guitar. <laughs> because yeah, we need to know bit. all the techniques. Yeah. So he punches a hole and it releases a bunch of air and it sends him flying out into the ocean where he disperses. Mm-hmm. Which is a bad thing for a creature made out of electricity. Yeah, it's actually kind of sad when he's, like, melting and in multiple pieces floating on the water. Yeah. So Chili Pepper's user, Akira, seems like he dies at that point. Yeah. And Reverb reports this to Jotaro. Uh, and meanwhile, Joseph seems to have the same problem I do with Okuyasu's name. Yes. We just cannot get it right. Mm -hmm. Joseph is my favorite character. Yeah, Ak Hands Akira, down. Akira looks like he is like shorted out. Like he's just standing there hunched over, like smoking. Which yeah, he passed out standing up like Darby. Yeah, or a horse. Oh, yeah. So, uh, despite that, though, somehow Akira is on the boat. Yep. I do not understand how all this went down. I don't either. I would guess Chili Pepper uh, jumped into uh, something. Yeah, uh... so... Chili Pepper would have had to have gotten there insanely fast, faster than he would have had any ability to, because as soon as Reverb reaches Jotaro and reports what happens, Chili Pepper is not only already on the boat, 
He's already knocked out a Speedwagon employee, gotten dressed up in his clothes, and entered Joseph's cabin. Uh-huh. Yeah, I really don't know how any of this happens. This is physically impossible, even for JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Yep. Uh, Araki uh, had the idea for the confrontation with Okuyasu and was like, whatever, I'm gonna make it happen. You know, I think right next to the framed picture we have of Speedwagon, we need to have, like, a smaller glass box with, like, a little metal bar on it that says, break in case of... Probably a good call. Yeah, this this seems like this seems like one of those moments. Mm-hmm. But uh, we get this like um, which one is the real one scenario? Because another speedwagon employee enters and they speedwagon guys just like I don't recognize that guy. Also, stand user is on the boat, so it's him. And then Akira's like, no, he's the stand user, and Okuyaku, Okuyasu, oh my god, I'm doing it again, uh, and who is an idiot, cannot tell the difference between an actual character, as in a weirdo, and a normal human being. Yep, like, I don't know, is it this guy that just looks like a regular person, or is it this guy with long purple hair with weird marks on his face? Yeah, gee whiz, who could it be? Uh, and while all this is going on, like, Chili Pepper's getting into position to kill Joseph, so, you know, time on the clock, Okuyasu needs to figure it out. And he does! He punches the living daylights out of Akira, and then yep. Akira's like, how? How did you know? How did you see through my plan? Okuyasu's no, like, I was just gonna... Yeah, he's just says, yeah. I was going to punch both of you. I'm not very smart. <laughs> Which, like, that's so a good plan, wagon guys. Yeah, other speedwagon guys in the back, there's this look on his face like, oh no. Really glad he didn't punch me. So yeah, we, uh... Akira's been taken care of, I think. I guess he's still alive, even though it seemed like uh, Okuyasu wanted to, like, actually do a murder. Yeah, he's alive, because he shows up later in um, one of the OVAs, I think. Which we'll have to do a special episode for those at some point. Um, probably mm. during the course of part five. Yeah, it sounds like... That's like I think two of them are out now. So yeah, yeah. Uh, Joseph... Get the, boat, the boat's back, Joseph gets off, but his cane is broken and he looks very sad. Yeah. I just feel bad for Joseph, like, all around. Yeah. He gets to meet Josuke. He starts to fall, yeah. and Josuke helps him. Well, it's the first nice. side. I mean, hmm. so yeah, uh, he like offers to hold his hand uh, to like help him, you know, help support him while they're walking away. And then Okios is like, "Oh, we could have Crazy Diamond fix this cane." And Kuichi's like, "Nah, man, it, like, just let this moment happen." And then Okuyasu is like, why? Why is that? You have to explain it to me. I'm an idiot. I'm really not smart. I'm dumb. By the way, we did not mention, apparently Chili Pepper is a robot. Because when he shows oh. up uh, on the boat after being dispersed and, I don't know, healing himself somehow, 
he like has metal arms and he kind of looks like uh right, cyber yeah. frieza <laughs> yeah he's got like it's like the gold stuff was just just a shell and he's got like these ramshackle arms under there yeah he's got like a yeah. screw popping out of his head i like the look of chili pepper me too even if i may really hate his namesake yeah uh by the way, also elsewhere, someone's uh, taking a bath with a severed hand. Ooh. Yes, Scrub-a-dub-dub. Jotaro says, like, all they need to do is find the bow and arrow, and then the town will be safe. But it's not actually going to be safe. Oh. This guy's still on the loose. Who could it be? We'll find out at some point Ever. about halfway through the season. You ever use your stand to cut off someone's hand and then you jerk off with it as called Stranger? Next time, <laughs> uh, we'll be watching episodes 13 through 15, which are We Picked Up Something Crazy through Let's Go to the Manga Artist's House Part 2. Oh man, that That's was right. the episode that I saw That's back right. in the day. Yep. The only one. The great, Finally, it all comes full circle. Yep, the great Rohan Kishibe makes his debut. Um, so that'll be nice also. Time. I'm extremely interested to figure out what is the weird thing that they picked up because without having episode previews anymore, I got no idea. Mm-hmm. Well, you already know you've seen weird. it before, but we'll find out next time on oh. Stand and Deliver. I'm really not smart. Sometimes I feel like I need a vacation. Sometimes I feel like I want to go to the city of cavemen, the city of bedrock. I'd be a Flintstone.